0: You're listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Tracy Jones of Tremendous Leadership, and welcome to this week's episode of Leaders on Leadership, where we pull back the curtain on leadership and talk all about all the things about leadership that you never even thought of hearing about before, kind of the tougher side of leadership. And today I'm tremendously excited because my guest is Aaron House. And Aaron is the founder and the executive director of Piercing Word as well as the co-author of the book Warriors of the Word. Warriors, not warriors, okay? And it is the <laughs> Bible memorization battle guide for winning spiritual victories. I love it. That reminds me of my days of quizzing and memorization as a teen. Okay, so although Aaron is originally from Houston, Texas, he He currently lives in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, with his lovely wife, Emily, and their three children. Aaron is a professional actor, he is an ordained minister, and he has a deep passion for Jesus Christ and for every believer to be able to wield the sword of the Word of God in their everyday
1: lives. Aaron, welcome. Thanks so much, Tracy. Appreciate you, and I'm glad to be on the podcast.
0: Oh, I'm very excited. And for our listeners out there, you're always like, how did Tracy meet this person? Aaron and I actually connected the end of April of 2021 and at a fundraising conference where it was a one-day seminar where we were learning all different things and absolutely something like that, the opportunity to network happened. And I had the tremendous pleasure of meeting Aaron and hearing a little bit about his ministry, Piercing Word, which we'll hear a little bit more about at the end. But right now, folks, we're here to talk about all things leadership. So, are you ready, Aaron? I'm ready. I know you are. I know you are, brother. Well, thank you so much, Aaron. So, Aaron, you've read the little booklet, The Price of Leadership. And my father really was such a student of leadership, but he was also very pragmatic about it. And he said leadership is a beautiful thing. It's also a really, really heartbreaking and heartaching thing. And in his Price of Leadership, he goes over four tenants or prices that somebody's going to have to pay in order to truly be a leader. And I'd love to unpack each one of them with you and to get your perspective as a leader throughout any stage of your career. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: Awesome, Aaron. All right. So the first one he talked about is loneliness, the dreaded loneliness. And and we've all heard that it's lonely at the top kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah. Aaron, can you share with our listeners what loneliness means to you as a leader? Maybe a time when you were in a season of loneliness?
1: Yeah, for sure. I definitely have experienced that as a leader. In fact, several years ago, I remember being in a season where I was like, wow, I'm coming up against some hard decisions, some things in the ministry where I'm like, wow, I, even some relational conflict or whatnot. And I didn't really feel like I had anywhere to go to talk about some of these things because everybody that I was surrounded with was under me in the organization. And it didn't really feel like I had a place to go with it. I, and, and, and thankfully, the Lord's really brought me through that into a place where and now I have Not only I have an executive coach, I have mentors, I have an awesome board, I have these different things that are, uh, these different people in my life that I can go to when those things hit me. And I much stronger place, a much more community supported place with people that have gone before me, people that are helping to continue to lead me as a leader. And uh, it's really awesome.
0: I love that. And can you share with the listeners, I have a lot of people that are in the same boat. A lot of us are entrepreneurs or solopreneurs or just, you know, crafting that vision When you realized, hey, I need counsel, I need feedback and not, you know, you don't want to share with the underlings too much because some of this stuff rests on you. What went through your thought process about finally saying, you know what, I need to shore up the lines of defense and get some people in my tribe? Can you go through what happened and then also where you look to find those resources?
1: Yeah, no, that's great yeah well, I just began to realize that some of those things that were on my heart and my mind, I literally could not share with those underneath me. I just it wouldn't have been healthy. It wouldn't have been right. It wouldn't have been the you know helpful for anyone in the picture. And then really, I went to I went to my board and began to to ask them for the support that I needed, and they really pushed me. Towards that opportunity to get an executive coach, and they said, you know, you know, we'll help. You will prove that to pay for that, and that that's going to be an integral part of you leading as an organization. You know, realizing that we as board members can be one kind of support, but you need another kind of support as well, wow. even outside of that. And then being humble enough to admit that, and was really was really cool.
0: Okay, I love that, and you use my favorite word, ask, because mm. you know a lot of us are struggling on our own, and until we really just say, hey, listen. I got to help. And then I love that your board says, yeah, we're here to back you because that's what a board is supposed to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And for those in nonprofit, don't be afraid to ask your board. They can't read your mind. They yeah. make sense, but they're waiting for you to go, hey, coach, I'm in here fighting the fight. Here's what I need. So thank you for sharing that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And being
0: humble enough to share that and and ask yeah. for help. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love for it. Sure. <laughs>
0: So Aaron, in addition to loneliness, the next thing my dad talked about was weariness. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, not only is it lonely, but a lot of times you're shouldering very much the burden. So how do you as a leader stay refreshed and replenished because the chain is only as strong as you? So here's some insights on that.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, one thing that I currently consistently do is I have a hobby outside of my ministry where I'm actually do triathlon, So I, I stay, it's it's very active. I'm working out, I stay in shape. And that's a really uh, an outlet for me to get out into God's nature, run, bike, whatever, swim, and to be able to even use those times for prayer, use those times for uh, just rehearsing his word that I've memorized. To be able to have those times is really valuable for me. In, in addition to that, you know, obviously being in ministry, full-time ministry, it will eat your life. Okay. So, uh, you know, you know, eat your life. And so my wife and I have had to set boundaries for ourselves back, you know, a piercing word where, you know, we're constantly performing scripture and dramatic and musical presentations throughout churches and lots of different churches, you know, which is usually on a Sunday morning, oftentimes other times too, but oftentimes on a Sunday morning. And so back earlier in the ministry, when Emily and I were shouldering a lot of different responsibilities and doing a lot of different jobs and and, you know, we're at the bookings and we're doing the behind the scenes and whatnot, we would find ourselves you know, three months would pass like, wow, we haven't been to our home church, you know, and then so we had to set boundaries and be like, you know what, we personally are going to make the goal that we're going to be at our home church two times a month, regardless yeah. of what the ministry schedule is. And we're going to bring other people into the ministry that are necessary to support that from mm-hmm. us. And then we have that value for the whole staff. It's like, you know, we want people to be plugged into their home churches so that they are they're being poured into while they're pouring out and, and, and getting filled.
0: Okay. Those are all three incredible things. First of all, sometimes we do need to get away, you yeah. know, a lot, especially when we're yeah. in the mission, I can't leave it, but take time to get away. I love boundaries. That's one of my favorite books by Henry Cloud too. Yes. Boundaries. Yes. I just love that. And so I, whenever something's going awry, I'm like 99 and 44, 100% of the time it's improper boundaries improper yeah. boundaries. And I love, uh, I love the delegate that you brought, brought Mm. other people in to serve. So Mm. all fantastic insights for how to cope with weariness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Okay. So loneliness, weariness. The third one was abandonment. Yeah. Abandonment typically gets this, oh, that's bad. But (laughs) in my father's sense of the word, he's like, look, you're going to have to abandon a lot of stuff that you probably did before people, things that occupy spaces in your time, being Mm. on boards, whatever. You're going to have to abandon them because you're going to have to be more focused on what your calling is to do. So can you tell me, how do you really hone in your focus? You've talked a lot about how you got there, but how do you continue? Because I know, Aaron, if you're like me, every day you get another great idea of what the ministry should or could do. How do you stay focused?
1: Yeah. How do I stay focused? That's a great question. I mean, just, you know, spending time with the Lord, obviously, and trying to seek His direction for the ministry is key in spending that time in prayer. And yeah, so I like, that's one of the biggest things as far as staying focused for me. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And isn't that tough? Because that's the one thing that we really are like, prayer? No, I have to be working with somebody about this, but that's the most important thing of all. Yeah. How do you get to that? Do you carve out certain times during the day or what works for you?
1: Yeah, that's great. I do have my time with the Lord in the mornings, but then there's also just, you know, making sure to to stop and pray. One of the things that my staff knows me for is my uh sudden jump into prayer uh, like i think one of my staff members called it ninja praying You're just like suddenly bam ninja boom praying and so we just you know it doesn't matter what it is where you know something's going on so we just we pray we stop and pray it's like it's, you know and so i have that for my personal life you know but also in my interactions with others too and like well let's pray about that you know and so it's just kind of a it kind of kind of a continual thing
0: I love that. Okay. So that's your book, the Ninja prayer warrior. And you know what, Aaron? I love that because I am an organized person, but I am also a very, I don't want to say jumpy, but I can be all over the place. And I love that, that that is good too. If you're coded more, I mean, I get a lot of people on the podcast. and They're like, I'm up at four. I pray for two hours and I'm like, okay, that is awesome, but that's not going to be me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I love the ninja prayer warrior. That, yeah. that I'm constantly, I'll meet people in the store. They'll tell me stuff. Well, let's pray about it right here. So I, thank you, brother, for- yeah. I found it. I found it. I love that. ninja. <laughs> oh, that kills me. Okay. So loneliness, weariness, abandonment, and then yeah. vision. And yeah. uh, I know sometimes vision gets this, well, I'm not a Moses or I'm not, a, I'm not a prophet or a prophetess. And my dad always said, you know, vision is just seeing what needs to be done and then doing it. Cause a lot mm. of people see what needs to be done, but vision really implies this, but then you go and do it. So yeah. how do you craft or how have you crafted your vision for piercing word, Aaron?
1: Yeah, well, the vision for Piercing Word really, you know, and maybe it would help to just share it and then talk about, you know, how that came about. But basically, you know, we love coming alongside Christian leaders in order to ignite passion for the word of God and the heart of the church through live scripture performances. So we, and we don't just perform scripture. We challenge everyone everywhere we go to memorize God's word for themselves, and then we equip them to do so with Bible memorization workshops and discipleship programs and resources. So it's really the heartbeat of the ministry and what we do. And so it's that really that that it inspire, challenge, equip, that engaging people with the word of God, challenging them and equipping them. And and that really has come about really from a, a natural standpoint of early in the ministry when we first started doing scripture performances and realizing that this was a spark that ignited a fire in people's hearts to want to get into God's word. More people came away going, wow, I didn't know that was in the Bible. I'm going to go home and read that. Or, wow, you guys memorize a lot of scripture. Maybe I should be doing that. Or, wow you know, this is amazing, impactful word that's changing my life. And, you know, so that's, you know, it's taking it from there and and moving it towards that life application and equipping people for that.
0: Uh, Absolutely. And I love that the vision now did the medium or how you got it out there? Did that change, especially in the last year? Are you recording stuff? Or is everything (laughs) still pretty much live? Or can we find you on YouTube, like the chosen or or I'm sorry, on an app? How can, how can they find you?
1: That's a great question. Well, piercingword.org is probably the best way to find us. But we do, yeah, this last year, we definitely put our live scripture performances on video. And so we have some really high quality videos of our scripture performances available for digital download on our resources page. And then, obviously, we we just published this book as well as another resource, and so that's something that, yeah. So you know, COVID you know has been a blessing and a curse for many people, and so there's for us there is definitely the hard times of okay for a couple months we weren't doing any live scripture performances, but we did Facebook live scripture performances instead, and we did you know we did lots of we have videos, and, and now we have those as a resource for people and, and Christian leaders to use, and and so yeah, so there's a lot of uh, good that came out of it as well.
0: I love that. Again, folks, the vision is permanent. The vision stays the same. The medium may change, but that's yeah. okay. You know, it's yeah. like people read, well, they don't read books, they read ebooks. It doesn't really matter as long <laughs> as they read, you know, or audiobooks. It's all good, folks. Yeah. You have to compete. Okay. So, Aaron, anything else leadership wise that you want to share with our listeners out there? Maybe a leadership lesson that you learned or that you want to pass on to our folks?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, something that we're really big on is discipleship with piercing word and we have we disciple our interns and our actors mm-hmm. and things like that and so we have you know in discipleship you discipleship was all about helping people to become more than they are now and so that's one thing that excites me about leading and, and discipling others is is watching that process happen and watching you know an intern come in and a year later coming out and quoting the entire book of romans as part of his oh internship program like Like just watching them become more than they were before they entered the internship, you know, and that's, I think, one of the really cool things about discipleship, which, you know, that's how Jesus, Jesus was a leader through discipleship. He discipled his 12. And so, yeah, I think that's just one of the really cool things about that we've been able to experience.
0: Well, and even for our leaders that are not in nonprofits or faith based, mentoring and onboarding is discipleship. Yeah. Uh, just like followership is fellowship. And people are like, well, no, 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 it is. And, and I love that you really took a very biblical concept and turned it into something that anybody in any industry or any walk of life, heck, yeah. any faith paradigm can really apply. So yes. that's, that's beautiful truth. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Well, Aaron, how can people get a hold of you? I know you said piercingword.org. Is that the best way to connect with you?
1: Yeah, piercingword.org is a great way. We also just published our brand new book, as you mentioned, Warriors of the Word, the Bible memorization battle guide for winning spiritual victories. You can catch that book and more information. You can watch a video trailer about it at warriorsofthewordbook.org. So yeah, warriorsofthewordbook.org is a great place to connect there. Yeah, we look forward to continuing to be a resource and to come alongside Christian leaders to ignite passion for the Word of God in the heart of the church.
0: I love it. And let me ask you this. I know you're near my neck of the woods, but do you travel? If somebody's listening there, maybe out in California or something like that, how how does that work with your group?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So the lion's share of our scripture performances happen within a three hour radius of Lancaster, but we do occasional regional tours throughout the United States as far north as Maine, as far south as Texas. So yeah, we do tours. So if you are in another state and you're like, Hey, we'd love to see what this would look like. We'd love to connect with you.
0: Outstanding. All right, yeah. Aaron. Well, listen, thank you so much for all your insights. And for our listeners out there, if you like what you heard, please be sure and hit the subscribe button. Also, share, we'd be thrilled. Also, leave us a five-star review and a comment. We answer all our comments. And please, folks, be sure and get out there. Check out piercingword.org, connect with Aaron, and check out his Warriors of the Word book too, and see how you might be able to you know, get that old noggin refreshed and learning the Word of God. So thank yeah. you again, Aaron.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks so much for having me on the podcast.
0: You're so welcome. And to our tremendous listeners out there, you have a wonderful day and keep on paying the price of leadership bye -bye. Thank you for listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Find out more about Dr. Jones at www.tremendousleadership.com. If you've been ignited by something you heard in this episode, let us know by leaving a review for Tremendous Leadership wherever you listen to podcasts or by sending us a message through www.tremendousleadership.com.